trading is gambling. And does it really matter? Well, I'm here to, to discuss this and to really shed some light on this, um, on, this, on this topic, on this question, because, well, many people have a wrong understanding about gambling and often also there are negative connotations attached to the word gambling. And if you want to make trading your, your life career and if you want to support yourself and your family with trading, you cannot have negative connotations about what you're doing. Otherwise, it will create a lot of inner dissonance and then you will start self-sabotaging yourself. Because let's be honest, who wants to make a living gambling? However, we need to really understand what is gambling. And when we look at official definitions such as from Wikipedia or from dictionary.com, Usually the definition goes something like gambling is the wagering of money or something of value uh, on an event with an uncertain outcome and the goal is to win additional money or any other material goods. So we need to really dissect it. Um, trading is gambling, obviously, when we look at this definition because we are wagering our money and we are also wagering uh, wagering something of value often which is in the beginning our time that we put in and we are wagering it on an event with an uncertain outcome this is trading as well and when we enter a trade we don't know how and if it's going to go away and the goal is to make more money so trading fits all the all the different um components of the word of the definition gambling so trading is gambling however we need to really look at trading and gambling in, in a more objective way because i don't think that trading is is uh, is bad in an, in in and of itself there are obviously good gamble gambles gambles uh, and there are also bad types um, of of gambling so There are professional gamblers. When you look at poker, for example, you will see that uh, mostly you or often you will see the same people win the big tables or be at, at least at the final table. When you look at horse racing, there are many, many professional horse racers. I also recommend the book um, Gambling Wizards. Um, it's kind of similar to the Market Wizard book series, but Gambling Wizards looks at many, many other well types of gamblers and it's it's super interesting very very eye opening and completely relates to to trading as well so professional gamblers there are a lot of professional tra gamblers you will see that um there are well there are many many traders in the history who have made millions and even billions of dollars and so gambling and trading it's not making money is not a Well, it's not something that happens by chance if you're doing it the right way. Obviously, on the other side of the of the of the spectrum, there are problem gamblers and pathologic uh, pathologic gamblers. Those are the ones that, or those are the types of gambling that we need to avoid. And unfortunately, many many traders fit into the problem uh, into the category of problem gamblers. Um, I looked at a few research papers um, about psychology. Because obviously this is a very important topic, you know, especially for me as a trader as well uh, and as a trading coach. I, I want to get to the core of that and I want to help my students and I want to make sure that I never fit into this um, 
into this definition. So a problem gambler's checklist, um, and there are many criteria that go into are you a problem gambler? And one of the reasons or one of the criteria is the gamblers get excited by risking money. Um, or yeah, and money is not as important anymore. But they are after the excitement and the thrill. So the purpose of of those pr or why the problem gamblers gamble is not necessarily, of course. Well, there might be always a chance that you win, but for them it's always more the the thrill and it's for the excitement to get the heart pumping. Also, problem gamblers steadily steadily increase the amount they're willing to risk. It's it's almost like a junkie actually, where you build a tolerance. And you always need a stronger and stronger dose. And this also holds true for problem gamblers. For problem gamblers, uh, gamblers, another point is that gambling takes and the gambling activity takes a l up a lot of time and it becomes such an important role in the life of the problem gambler. This is also why I often tell people that trading cannot be everything in your life and you really need to find other things besides trading to to yeah, to just well, not get, to it, get into this problem gambler mentality. And also you can never get to a point where the result of your trading activity is determining how you feel and how you interact. I know many traders, especially in the beginning, when they're just on the edge of becoming one of those problem gamblers, that when they have a bad losing day, then they feel very, very bad. And um, you can really see it in them. And when they have a winning streak, then they're over-enthusiastic. Enth and there have been a few quotes in the Market Wizards book series, I think it has been, where uh, Jack Schwager said that there are some traders um, who you cannot tell if they had a good and a bad day, and they're always the same state. And this is the goal where you need to be. If you if you really see that the, the, the trading results impact how you interact and how you feel on a deep personal level, then it's time to step back from trading. And also problem gamblers, they don't stop when they lose money. They keep um, adding and they keep um, trading. They want to keep recover their losses. Often also they increase their bet size to because they want to recover from losses faster. Often problem gamblers also lie or secretly engage in their trading or in their gambling behavior. And people... Um, often have problems focusing on anything else but the gambling activity. And often they also deny that they have a problem. That's really when you know that you are a pathologic, pathologic gambler. Tough word for a German. But um, So this is a little bit of a, of a downer, obviously, but I want to make sure that you understand and you, want, you can really objectively look at yourself. Do you maybe have a problem? And it's not necessarily the point that or it's not necessarily the outcome that if you are a problem gambler you will automatically lose your house and you will just end up um, broke uh, under a bridge but you don't also want to get to a point where trading is a waste of time and you are just wasting away money that you have earned in your in your day job and also you're wasting your time that you can spend on things otherwise you really want to make sure that you are engaging in trading in the in the right way and that you're not wasting time and money and also that it's affecting your life in a negative way so you really make sure that you you don't fit into this problem gamble mentality we really need to be in a professional gambling mindset and this can only be, do be done if you have an edge and if you have a repeatable edge that's very very important many 
Many traders, they, uh, they swing for the fences, so to speak. They're just looking for a few big trades. And this is also not good. If you want to be a, a professional gambler, you really need to, to have a repeatable approach where you know exactly what it is that is defining your trading system. What are the good trades? And when you look at your trading journal or your trading history, you can really tell if you have a repeatable edge, if your trades always look the same or roughly always look the same, and if there are very, very few variations, uh, then you're probably on the right path. If you're all over the place and if every trade looks a little bit or looks a lot different actually, then you probably don't have a repeatable edge and you're very, very far away from being a, f a professional gambler and, those, and having a, a, a solid edge in trading. Also, of course, you need to have a, a solid approach to risk management, and you need to be clear of how you, how much you risk, um, how do you set stops, how do you add to a position, when do you take profits, and this all needs to be defined. As I said in my last uh, episode about how to lose the right way, I talked about removing uncertainty and how you need to create a really a trading business plan, so to speak, where you really write down everything that you're doing how do you prepare, when do you prepare, when do you review your trades, when do you update your charts, when do you enter trades, how do you add to, to an existing position, how do you cut your trades, how do you let winners run, um, and so on and so forth. And this all needs to be defined. And yes, it is work, but trading is a business. And let's be clear, if you want to do this for the next 10, 20, 30 years, and you, if you really want to tr trade for a living, and if you want to build a retirement fund based of your trading you better take it serious and i know this is a lot of work and it's a it's probably for many people a tough pill to swallow but i'm not here to sugarcoat anything and people always say oh ralph you're just selling courses yes i'm selling courses and i could sell way more courses if i just would paint this um yeah this um rosa red uh, everything is easy. Just trade here and there. Use your phone while you're out there enjoying life, traveling around the world. This is not the case. If you want to be a successful long-term trader, you need to put in the work. You need to treat it really as a business. And let's bring it home to the gambling topic because, well, as I said, gambling is not necessarily bad and gambling is normal. All our lives we are gambling. And I often get weird looks for this, but it is true. Whatever you're doing in your life, you can you can redefine it as a gamble, as a, as a wagering. You're wagering often money, you're often wagering time, you're often wagering alternatives, opportunity costs. So, for example, when you go to college and you pick a, a, a subject, you exchange years of your life. And for most people, or for many people, they exchange many many years of their life and they exchange their whole future because you are you're subscribing to a, a subject that you want to study in your university that will mean that you will get a certain job later on you hope that you will get a job <laughs> so in the first place and you will hope that uh, this job will pay you enough money and will guarantee a stable future for yourself and tell me that this is not gambling it is as much gambling as it is uh, trading or any other thing. 
And also when you get a job, you choose a job where, again, you, you exchange your time. You hope that the company where you are looking for a job, it is going to be around for a long time. You hope that it's going to, the people are going to treat you fair. You hope that you meet nice colleagues because, well, you will spend more time with your colleagues than with your wife and your spouse and your kids often. So you really need to make sure that um, the job that you're getting is the right one and it provides for your family. If you are an entrepreneur, um, then obviously this is a huge gamble because, well, you're betting on yourself. You are betting that whatever entrepreneurial endeavor that you're doing, if you're a shop owner or if you're selling a service, you need to invest, you need to buy um, stuff, you need to uh, buy inventory, you need to set up an infrastructure. So you are wagering money. And you're wagering time at the same time, obviously, and hope that somehow you will turn a profit. When you buy a house, another example, and maybe you even take a credit, you hope that this will be a worthwhile investment. First of all, if you buy a house, then you are somewhat locked in on, on, on living in this certain place. You cannot just relocate your house. So you hope that in the future, this part of the city or wherever you buy the house is still going to be worthwhile and it's going to provide you with good enough job opportunities. And you hope that the credit you take out, you can still pay it back. And you hope that the job that you have taken, where, again, you hope that the job will uh, will be around for a long time, will provide for the, for, the, uh, for the credit. And, well, you move in with the house and maybe you move in into the new house with your spouse, with your wife or with your husband. And when you choose a husband or a wife, Again, you exchange your whole life and your future and you hope that this will turn out to be the right person. And looking at the divorce rate, well, uh, tell me that getting married is uh, less of a gamble than uh, trading. And again, you hope that this mate will be around for a long time, it will, that the mate will support you, that um, all the time and money you're investing is spent wisely, that is... And again, well, you see that all of those things, when we look at just the official gambling definition, it all fits into this um, definition. So we really need to redefine the word gambling. And you really need to go away from the, the negative connotations because it's not. Gambling has a bad rap, but many, many words in, in our language today, because language is so limited, that it's often, um, yeah, it's often, well, limiting ourselves. But we need to really, really need to look beyond that. And we need to question things. I, uh, that's one of the things that I hope to do with this podcast as well. I really want to open your eyes and your mind to really look beyond what general society is telling you about what you see in front of you, what you see is good or what is bad or how you have to behave a certain way and how you have to live your life a certain way and what is safe and what isn't. So make sure that you are a professional gambler in everything you do. Look always at the outs, in and outs. Look at the reward and the risk ratio. Everything in life has a reward to risk ratio. And make sure that you only take, or you hopefully only take good bets. You need to make sure that well, you are always in the professional gambler mindset. And then it's not bad. Don't let anybody tell you that um, gambling is bad and trading is bad and you don't have a future. Be the bigger person. Don't Well, you don't have to argue. Maybe tell them the, your perspective and tell them about how you think. But don't try to give it, convince anyone else. Don't try to be a missionary. Just accept for yourself that what you're doing, trading, 
maybe it is gambling, yes, of course, but it's not necessarily bad. It's just the way it is. And I hope this helps you in clearing a lot of inner dissonance and it helps you on your way um, to becoming a professional trader and a professional gambler.